Okay, so for you being in the business for four years now, and you have a brand new agent that comes by your desk and says, Mike, I'm lost. What do I do? What would you tell me? A new agent came, I'd say my advice would be just to start calling. Sign up for Vulcan 7. I've been with Vulcan 7 since shortly after getting my license. And I've, I never plan on leaving because the data is just so good. Right, sign up for Vulcan 7, start making your calls. <laughs> the action is the only thing that matters. Vulcan 7 leverages your time so you don't have to spend time looking for the phone numbers. I always tell people when people complain, like, I don't have enough listings, I don't have enough business. It, I'll catch myself saying that. My answer is always the same call more. If you're broke, call more, make more calls. That's the only cure, in my opinion. What's going on, everybody? It's me. It's Aaron Wittenstein. We are here with Vulcan 7 Roadmap. We talk to agents across the country, especially my new buddy over here, Mike Smuts, um, outside of... Uh, where are you outside of? Again, I'm, uh, out of Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, the Northeast Pennsylvania. It's called the Lehigh Valley. Um, it's like two hours north of Philly. It's an hour and a half outside of New York City. And the goal here is to teach agents how to take two, three, four, ten million three hundred sixty-six listings a week. Okay, so uh, Mike and I were chatting a little bit beforehand, and he actually has a um, you got he's got he's got a good story. Would you be right? Would you mind sharing the story with with everybody here? Um, for me, I got in the real estate like I'm 27 now, so I got in real estate just over three years ago. So I was young when I started, and a lot of my friends didn't didn't weren't ready to buy and sell houses because, you know, they were also 21, 22, like when I started. So I needed a quick way to get business. And I immediately went to cold calling. Now, I tried a bunch of systems, eventually led to Vulcan 7. And I've stuck with Vulcan 7 since then. In that first year, I discovered it. I haven't left. Um and that has skyrocketed my business. I think in my first year as, and I was still working a full-time job at the beginning. I didn't, for the first eight months, I was doing this part-time. But in that first year, I did like 25 deals. Second year, I did somewhere in the mid-30s. And now I'm on track to do 50-something this year. So, all right. So let me ask you a question because this, I think this is interesting. Yeah. Because you, you were part-time. You did a good amount of transactions for being a part-time realtor. Okay. So what do you think? Cause I mean, working, was it a, a full-time gig or were you on part-time or what did that look like? I, it was a full-time gig. So when I didn't, I fell in real estate by mistake, right? Like, and I love it. The happiest mistake in my life. I got my license just to get into, um, just to get into real estate investing, actually. Like I thought I wanted to be an investor. So I got my license thinking I was going to do that. I had another job. It, it paid me all right. Not super well, but I was a manager at a at a big grocery chain. So I, I was doing management work there um, and I got my license and I started s selling just as like a side hustle thing. And I found out I loved it. So I just kept going. I would 
especially part-time i remember being discouraged because like i i'd work a 40 uh, like 40 hours a week and then trying to find time i would go on my lunch break into my car pull up vulcan 7 on my phone and dial for my hour lunch break and then go back into work so eventually i had so much in the pipeline i was like i'm making more doing real estate than i am on my salary (laughs) like i quit bye there's so many people that don't know how to break in, you know what I mean, to this full-time, you know, that they have, they have full-time jobs. And mm-hmm. I just love the fact that you're sitting, you're so committed to this business. You're so, I mean, it, it, was it just blind faith or was it just like you really enjoyed it? A little bit of both. Um, so when people start, when I, I discovered calling and it's mostly for sale by owners and expired as Vulcan really helps you do. And, I discovered calling and it's, it's weird when somebody first starts calling, they always, there's that phone reluctance and people hate it. And I, I was afraid too. I had the call reluctance and everything, but once you get, once you get going and things start rolling, you almost get addicted to it. It's weird. Like I love cold calling though. I don't, I wouldn't say if I had the choice between that and, sleeping in sure bouds probably take sleeping in but i mean i i love cold calling because it's i don't know i've just always been competitive so i mean it was kind of just i've always had side hustles all my life so i wanted another way of making business and i said well i have my real estate license why don't i just try to sell and i was expecting i'll sell like five six houses a year and just like you know put that money aside for for business and i was after i started doing it i was like i like this why the hell am I still working at this job? I want to work for myself. Adios, guys. No, no, that's great. No, like I said, it's great because there's a lot of agents there that may be watching this that are, have a full-time job and yeah. they don't want to back away. And I think that's impressive knowing that I'm going to venture to guess you had 12, 13-hour days that you were putting in because you yep. wanted to do this. And people ask, how do I get on my full-time job? It's 12 to 13 hours. You know what I mean? Um, I found that interesting. And then w- w- one thing I know you talked about there, I- I'm going to venture to guess you're completely bypassed, but you're past, you've passed by your call reluctance phase in real estate, correct? Yeah, I mean, I will, I won't lie. I definitely have the mornings where I don't want to do it, but I think everybody does. But I'm I'm definitely past the call reluctance phase where I'm like afraid of people yelling at me. That's what you mean. So let me ask you this, because this is where I've always thought. I don't think call reluctance is a thing. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Okay. Okay. I think it's a skill set problem because I'm a firm believer. If you know what to say, when to say, how to say it, what context to say it in, there's no issue. I agree. I I think it's a mindset problem because if the skill set's part of it, the lack of the skill set holds you back and it breaks your mindset because you're you're thinking what if they say this what will i say uh which is part of the skill set problem you're talking about a lot of it's that i've grown as a person and i've grown as a person in that mindset and i've learned what's gonna happen what's the worst case scenario ah, somebody gets mad at me we i hang up i move on the next call it you know what i mean that's that that mindset shift has really helped me. And I think that's the biggest hurdle. That was definitely my hurdle. So, all right. Well, how many hours a day are you calling right now? Um, right now, I, I, I dial mostly from 8 a.m. till noon. So about four hours a day. So right. what everybody has different expectations 
of what a call session should look like. It's either contacts, it's appointments, it's sign whatever that is. What's your main expectation if you sit down for four, for when you sit down for four call calling session? My main expectation is it depends on where I'm at with my business and where I'm heading with my goals. So I'm a firm believer, especially in a business like this that's self-directed, you have to have good goals and you have to know why you're doing it. If you're just calling and you don't have any goals, if you sit down at a call session and just go, I'm just going to call, you're going to wander off. You're not going to get as much done. But if you know exactly what your goal is, and I go as far as I break it down for the year, this is what I'm going to do. You break that year down in the quarters. You break that quarter down in the months, the months and the weeks, the weeks and the days. You should know all your numbers because one thing um, when I eventually leveled up and paid for a real estate coach, he taught me to track those and use those conversion percentages to figure it out. So a day for me is, and it, it depends, I have two minimums and I have to match one of them before I'm allowed to get up out of my desk. And even if I, there's been days where I I've gone back to dialing because I didn't hit those minimums. Say I go on a listing appointment, I come back to my house and I'm like, all right, well, I got to start dialing again because I didn't hit those minimums. Um, I have two minimums, right? The one's a contact goal. I have to make, it used to be 30 in the last couple of months. I just ramped it up to 40. So I recognize that and I know I need more contacts to get more appointments. So I either have to hit 40 contacts or set one appointment. So those are my two goals. And my goal is to set an appointment a day, Monday through Friday, and then take so, one listing a week. Okay. So the goal is to set, let me just make sure I got that. It's 40 contacts or you talk to one person, you get one contact, so be it. Of course, then you know we're not going to stop. And, mm -hmm. with setting, and how many appointments right now are you setting on average a week? Uh. Between four to six. Okay. Give or take. It, it averages some days I'll hop on the phone. I'll, I'll set three. Some days I'll hop on the phone and get none. But I try to regulate it to about one a, one a day. I want to set one valid appointment every single call session. So let's say when you set five appointments, how what does that look like? Like how many cancel? How many disqualify? How many take in? How many do you not get? Like what does that look like? Yeah. So, I mean, everybody runs their business a little bit different. Okay. So I'll set five appointments and three of those will come to fruition. So two out of every five cancel. And then out of those three, only two of those are a good listing appointment situation. If that makes sense. There's a lack of motivation or something like that. Something I failed to uncover over the phone that could have prevented me time from going there, which for me... I've always made the decision of I'd rather set the appointments in quick, rapid right. succession. Yeah, than, boom, boom, boom. Then wa waste an extra 30 minutes every time on the phone. Hey, I just set the appointment with you. Before you hang up, can I ask you a couple questions? I've never liked that script. So okay. I always just set them. I'll call them the morning of our appointment. And sometime, and, and that's when I'll do the pre-qualification. And sometimes I go, hey, I'm sorry. It doesn't seem like it's a good time for us to meet. Or they say it, and then you know we end it there. Uh, but yeah, out, out of out of those five, there's generally two good listing opportunities there, um, because two of them will cancel, and one of them will they won't have good motivation. So out of those two, I generally take about one. Like I, 
definitely will take at least one of them, sometimes both of them. If that makes sense. I'm a, it's about a 68% conversion rate is what I'm at right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what that's called? I like to call um that prospecting in, induced karma. The more you call, the luckier you get, right? 100%. That's what that's with anything in this business. The harder you work, the luckier you get. I love that. Yeah. You know exactly how many contacts you need to make per hour to get yep. the amount of gold. That, you know, and like I said, that's impressive because there's so many people that just go on blind, that go blind into this stuff. And they're like, what do you need? I need, uh, who knows, you know? So that's, um, no. And um, have you always been the numbers person or have you kind of transitioned more to numbers person being in this business? I'm a high D. Okay. Um, it, in like you know do you, you know about oh, like yeah. the disc assessment that kind of thing or, yeah. or uh another book i read that's right over there on the shelf one of those yellow ones there is rocket fuel they talk about the visionary versus the the is it the implement implementer or it's been a long time man. it's been a long time <laughs> since i read it too but uh, i'm definitely the visionary type in the high d high i so i'm good at going and doing but i've always been bad at planning yeah so I was one of those agents that just hopped on the phone, didn't plan. I learned to love my numbers through sheer force of a handful. I can't just name just one because there's been a handful of of, of mentors and coaches that have beat that over my head coming from office staff were the first people to tell me at my office to a coach I pay for and still work for the uh, chatty bazzy so yeah that through getting it beat up into me i do it now and i'm still really bad at it but i do know them so it helps me there are days that like i'll have i i just do tally marks on a yeah. on a thing i'll there will be days where like or weeks where these will be sitting in a pile over in the corner of my desk and i haven't input them into my spreadsheet like and then i'll get yelled at that's accountability for you. So when it comes to scripting, like I said, I don't want to get into a whole script right now on this mm -hmm. thing, but what's your, like, what's your intro? What's your intro and your hook? Like, wh like, what does that sound like your first yeah. line that you, when you're speaking to somebody, it really depends. Like I, I hate that answer. Right. But it, it really depends on the tone of their voice. Right. So normally if somebody answers, let's, and are we talking about for sale by owners or expired? Let's go. I'm an expired guy, so let's roll okay. some expired. So normally it's expired. I like to just say their first name so I can hear how they come out. Because uh, say when you call them, they're always going to say hello. And you can tell just off that hello if you're listening. And once you get so, this is where when you talk about um, skill set, learning what to say, it does help you mentally because I'm not thinking about what I'm going to say. I'm I'm able to pay close attention to what the client is or prospect is saying, right? Sure. So how they say hello makes a huge difference. If somebody answers the phone, you know, say it's not 8 a.m. and I'm one of the I am one of 10 agents that's called them this morning and they answer and hello, like angry. I'm gonna come off a little bit different than if I if somebody answers the phone and they're warm and bubbly, like hello, you know. So normally they normally they answer let's say it's somebody who's warm and bubbly i'm just gonna go hey first name so in this in this sentence and do you want me to just role play or do you want me to yeah just yeah I'll, I'll be warm and bubbly okay uh ring ring hello aaron yeah hey aaron how you doing 
before you hang up, my name is Mike Smuts. I'm a local real estate agent. I was just hoping to ask you a quick question about 123 Main Street. Is that okay? Sure. What do you got? Awesome. I was just curious because I saw that property come off the market. Have you sold that privately or do you still have that? Um, we still have it and we're not putting it back up for sale. Got it. That makes sense. I mean, it, with everything going on, this looks like a beautiful property. I have the pictures pulled up here. What in the world happened? I'm shocked this didn't sell. Well, we had a issue with my uh, my uncle, and um, eh, he did fine. It's just you know we didn't sell, and we probably we'll put it back up with him. You know, if we decide to do it in like three or six months or something like that. Got it. Got it. That makes sense, Aaron. I'm just curious. Had it sold? Where were you planning to go? Um, we were actually moving to um uh, somewhere in California that I can't think. Sacramento, California. <laughs> Okay, what's taking you to Sacramento out of curiosity? It's a beautiful area. We just love the Sacramento Kings. We're big fans. We travel and follow them around the country. Oh, got it, got it. And I'm not sure if this makes sense for you yet because you mentioned maybe one day in the future, but if you got an offer that made sense for you now, would that pose a problem? Yeah, you can contact my uncle, Larry, and um, you know, if you have an offer, give Larry a call. Yeah, that makes sense. I could definitely do that. And let me ask, I mean, you said that Larry did a good job. I don't know what Larry did or didn't do, but I actually specialize in homes that didn't sell the first time around. Are you open to a second opinion? I mean, I know you don't know me from Adam down the street and I haven't met you or seen your house, but are you open to take it letting me take a look and showing you a second opinion? I, I mean, I, like I said, we're going to hang out for a little bit on the house, um, okay. but like I said, give me a call back in two and a half months. Two and a half months. Awesome, Aaron. I'll put that on my calendar. Let me ask, Aaron, and again, this might not be the case, but if I could get your house sold in 30 days or less and more importantly, net you the kind of money that you're looking for, that pose a problem for you now? How would you do that? Uh, I think that's exactly why we should meet. Oh, perfect. All right. I, I, was, got today, <laughs> I got today at three and tomorrow at four available to show you that. Yes, you better have said that. Otherwise, that would have been I would have been like, no more. That was perfect. That, that was absolutely perfect. That, 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 that was good. Oh, so, thank you. Okay, so for you being in the business for four years now, and you have a brand new agent that comes by your desk and says, Mike, I'm lost. What do I do? What would you tell me? New, new agent came and say, my advice would be just, to start calling it's scary sign up for vulcan 7 i've been with vulcan 7 since shortly after getting my license and i i never plan on leaving because the data is just so good right um i know if you ask there are not a lot of people who call for sell biologists expired which is crazy to me right so i don't know how other people get business nearly as consistently as calling for sale by those expires. I've never explored it. I never plan to. I plan to stay right here. My advice would be sign up for Vulcan 7 and start making your <laughs> calls. Whether you're full-time and you can devote more time to it, which is awesome, or or you're part-time and you have to find time where you can. As I said, I I and I love my wife for it. There was days where I'd call my lunch break. I'd come home at 5 p.m. I'd quickly eat dinner and then start calling so my wife didn't see me for like 
months. Well, she'd see me, but we wouldn't spend time for like months because she knew what I was trying to do. So it's sacrifice, if that makes sense. The action is the only thing that matters. You know, what Vulcan 7 does is it, it leverages your time so you don't have to spend time looking for the phone number, spend time hand dialing it because of the dialer. And I, I always tell people, I was my distill it down, get Vulcan seven. But I always tell people when people complain, especially other people I know that call for sale by owners and expireds, like, I don't have enough listings. I don't have enough business. It I'll catch myself saying that my answer is always the same. Call more. If you're broke, call more, make more calls. That's the only cure in my opinion. Just, I, you know what I love that you said? I don't even know if you, the action <laughs> is all that matters. It is. I, I, I think if I take nothing out of this conversation, I appreciate you saying that because that's something that I hear today. The action is all that matters. Um, all right, my friend, any final words before we uh, let you go to make some more phone calls? Um, it's pretty much it. Believe in yourself. Have a good why, what you're working towards, your goal, and the actions, all that matters. Don't get shiny object syndrome start looking at a bunch of tools or sign up for vulcan 7 that's all you need and just take action all right guys and girls once again thank you for checking out vulcan 7 roadmap my guy mike over here i really appreciate you coming on and everybody do me a favor have an amazing day Mm -hmm.